Are you tired of having too much money in your pockets and now your pants are falling down from the weight? Why not make it easier on yourself and donate that extra cash to our Patreon account? Find the link at our website, ptppodcast.com. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast with myself, Mrs. Godzilla. And me, Justin G. We are back with another episode of Pull the Plug. (laughs) (laughs) Insert explosive sound effects. Yeah, can't you just do that without saying it? Uh, Well, now I'm going to, now. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it. And everybody's going to be like, whoa, the production on this one's great. They invested Uh, some time, man. (laughs) We are uh, we're recording at an unusual time of day. Yeah. Um, Everyone else bailed on us. So we just said, fuck it. Let's do it. Well, here's the thing. So we've both uh, started our like paternity, uh, maternal, parental parental leave, leave. whatever the fuck we're supposed to call it. And baby hasn't arrived yet. And baby hasn't arrived yet. So we're just kind of hanging out and be like, hey, we should record some pull the plug. So it's currently like three o'clock and we usually record it at night. Um, It's just kind of weird. It's throwing me off a little bit. I like it. I'm not upset about it. It is weird recording in the daylight. Yeah. I mean, technically, I guess even tonight would have been in the daylight. Tonight would have been in the daylight. Yeah. We got to wait until like 10 p.m. to record at night. But Instead, this is the afternoon delight. Nice. Nice. How's uh, how's how's pregnancy treating you, Shannon? Do you, you're about done with it. I'm over it. Yeah, it's pretty pretty bad right now. Yeah, that? I've yeah. Uh, I've hit all the months, mm-hmm. and uh, I now have the gestational period of an elephant, which mm-hmm. is exciting. That's good. Um, <laughs> that's not quite accurate. <laughs> he's going to come walking out of me as a talking uh, toddler. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm convinced. Yeah, that's not actually true, but I know that's what it feels like. So kudos to you. How do you know? He's not out yet. That's a good point. He, he will wander down that hallway, <laughs> come out and be like, yo, dad, what's up? What's up? <laughs> and then throw me gang signs because he's way cooler than I am. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so because... But, but otherwise, it's fine. It's like, all good. Yeah. I feel great. Like, I don't know. It's good. It's just, I'm not a patient person. So. Not even a little bit. No. No. Um, and so we're... We're a couple days past his due date, which I know is typical for first-time moms and shit, but I'm not good at this. Mm-hmm. not good at the waiting game. You're not great at waiting, no. Nope. Um, so we're going to podcast instead. Yeah, so we've been we've been passing our time doing uh, like walks and just kind of hanging out or whatever, but um, be, because of that, we are grossly out of food and necessities in the apartment. So before we, start, just wait, just, okay. so before we started recording... Um, Shannon was just like, hey, like after we record or whatever, maybe after you edit, we can go get some some groceries. Yeah, just like because we don't want to overstock our fridge because no, 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 there's no. going to be a period of time where we're in a hospital and the fresh shit that you buy is going to go bad in your fridge that I mean, or just go neglected. And I am not about spending your money on great quality items to let them go bad in the fridge. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So. Um, I hate grocery grocery shopping. I hate it with Badly. a passion. It just sucks <laughs> all life out of me. Um, so a way that Shannon tries to entice me is I say, we can go get you bacon. I'll throw a, a, an item on there that it's like, do you want a bag of chips? Do you, do, do you want to get, do do you wanna get do a pack of bacon? bacon? Go, get, go get a bacon, boy. So <laughs> she, she, you know, uh, I, I'm a big fan of bacon. Shannon doesn't eat bacon. I know travesty, but we're like, hey, we can go eat some bacon. So now I'm kind of on board to get, to get groceries. Sorry, I also want to say like, the big like shock moment of like, Shannon doesn't eat bacon. Um, he's fine because he gets double the bacon. Everybody like, we still have bacon in the house. Shannon just doesn't eat it. 
So Justin gets twice the bacon. I don't know. I've had so many people be like, how can you be married to someone that doesn't eat bacon and whatever? And it's like. It's tough. It's tough. But how? You get all of the bacon to yourself. It's not. So anyway, I just wanted to clarify that because people are like, (laughs) fucking freak out. And it's like, well, no, the person who eats the bacon in-house gets all the bacon. Does that not sound like an awesome deal? Yeah, it's pretty good. Anyway, continue. Anyway. Um, the problem is, is that you do the majority of the grocery shopping and don't remember to get bacon because it's not so, it's just so, but you did last time. So great. Anyway, that's not the point of this whole thing, which you keep directing me to. Um, so you asked me, um, would I eat a BLT because I'm not a fan of tomatoes. You don't like the tea. And I don't think that, I don't know. You don't strike me as a, oh, I'm going to throw something fresh on there. Let's throw some lettuce. No, I, w- I would have a, 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 a BL. But I have a I have a question for you. Okay. And the, I we, I was we were going this conversation before we started recording. I wanted to say this because I want to get your opinion. <laughs> and and you, I, you know I always have sandwich you, opinions. Oh Jesus, do you? <laughs> um, and I want to see if anybody else out there has any recommendations for this. Okay. As opposed, so if I've got a I've got a BLT, but I don't want the tea. I don't want the tomato. Mm-hmm. What else? What one other thing? Do you think I could put on there? It doesn't have to be a tea thing, but to replace but the, to the replace tea. the tea, <laughs> it can be a, it can be a fruit slash vegetable. It can be an, another source of meat. It can be whatever you want. Another cheese, maybe I don't know, but I need a suggestion for it because usually when I go out and I see a BLT, I'm not gonna get it because I'm like BLT hold the tea because I sound like an insane man, <laughs> right? But I'd like to be like. <laughs> Give me a BLT, but instead of the tomato... Can I get a BLC and get it with cheese type of thing? Yeah, like a big, large cock. So, yeah, right. Yeah, smart. See? Give me a BLC. See, I'll, I'll take the C any day. Yeah, you would. Hold, That's what got you into this mess. Hold the B yeah. and the L and the T. What's happening? Just give me the C. I need some recommendations, though. What, um, do you, what would you say we should be should be uh, substituting the tomato? Um, knowing how much you love cheese, I think if you did like a nice slice of like provolone or something on Ooh, there, um, provolone, just because then it's, it's a thicker, um, like textural cheese that okay. I think you would get sort of a similar texture to not to tomato, I guess, but, but it's got that same kind of like, there's, there's a bite to there's it. There's a soft bite to it. Right. Um, which I guess, yeah, comparable to a tomato that, um, without the, the juiciness of a tomato, I guess. Yeah, like certainly without... not the flavor. Yeah. Yeah, different flavor. Certainly, yeah. Um, but I think it would give you a nice textural bite. And uh, I mean, I don't know, you love cheese, you love bacon, and sure, why not throw on the L because it's in the name. Yeah. But um, I think I think cheese for you would be a really good way to go. Okay. Personally. Cheese. I was thinking cheese too. I don't, um, I don't think I want to add like another veggie on there, but I don't necessarily want to add like uh, like uh, some slices of deli meat or anything. I think yeah. that's that's overpowering. That's changing it up a little too much. I don't mind the club aspect, but a, a club also has got cheese on it and tomatoes and stuff. So, um, I, you also like sprouts. That I feel like that could be like falafel sprouts. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. Like a yeah bean sprouts or whatever. Yeah. Um. Oh no, like the the hairy looking ones. Are those falafel sprouts? Like. Uh, n- I don't know. That's not what they're called. They're bean sprouts. Alfalfa sprout. Alfalfa I think. sprouts. Alfalfa. I'm like That's falafel is. is like the chickpea of Mediterranean. Yes. I'm like no, that's not what I'm looking for. Alfalfa sprouts. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a good. That's a good. Different kind of crunch on there. But I guess see to me that would replace the lettuce. Yeah. Um. And I also think if you got rid of the lettuce though, that you could go sort of a nice, like fruit esque route. That if you did like. 
bacon, apple slices, and like a like an onion jam. Onion jam. And then I would think maybe like almost like a sharper cheese, I think, with that. See, there you go. Yeah, or a cheddar with that apple, that kind of nice balance there. Okay, yeah. I like this. But yeah, I think you definitely have options, but like to replace the BLT in your life. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Well, I like this. We, we've turned into a food podcast, essentially. We might just be really hungry. Yeah, <laughs> I could go for a sandwich. Yeah. Go make me a sandwich. Oh, fuck. We don't uh, have anything for sandwiches. God damn it. Gotta get you to the grocery store to get yourself some bacon. I fucking hate grocery shopping so I know. much. But bacon. Anyway, let's talk about tonight's uh, tonight's pull the plug. Let's. Or today's pull the plug, as it's not nighttime yet. Brr, brr, brr. Um, words invented by musicians. This was an article that you actually sent me. Yeah, um, I don't remember any of it, so this is amazing. great. Amazing, that's perfect. <laughs> We're going to go over that and find that really interesting. Uh, new edition of Sucks to Suck. Sucks to Suck. Uh, we got your entertainment update. And Shannon, I'm going to be giving you a Canada Day quiz. See how much you know about Canada, because... Two days ago, uh, this great nation of ours celebrated uh, celebrated it's, Canada it's Day. It's day. <laughs> and uh, it was very special. It was great. We ate poutine and wore red, as we do. We did do that. And listened to fireworks because we were two tired people. You um, drank some Canadian beer. I did, yeah. Which is lovely. Yeah, not Molson Canadian because that's garbage. Right. But like... But beer made in Canada. Beer made in, in Canada. You're, yeah, yeah. you're right. That, that's, that's important that's distinction. Good to stipulate because... Yeah fucking hate the idea of people thinking that you're not a hipster that's true right <laughs> gotta look gotta know i got opinions <laughs> i'm gonna keep them to myself <laughs> uh so we got all of that uh plus some great music coming over tonight here on pull the plug if you want to reach out to the show in any way please do so head on over to our website ptbpodcast.com we're gonna start the night out here with a little pretty to think here with friends on ptp <laughs> Just like these people and have friends. 
to think with their song friends and we are back here at pull the plug and uh speaking of friends you know when you're like really close with somebody mm. and you start like creating your own little language between the two of you and it's like really special because it's just yours yeah we're about to talk about some musicians that created their own vernacular oh, look at that. that have made their way into regular society they infiltrated us mm-hmm. without us even agreeing to it these are words, yeah, so this article from uh, On the A Side, they, they're they going to go over uh, seven words that were invented by musicians that have now earned a spot in the dictionary. It's not just See, part of vernacular. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, number one, and I, I'll be honest, look, because I'm not cool in any way, and I don't know what things are. Right. Correct. Uh, the word stan, S-T-A-N. Right. It was invented by uh, Eminem. It's often used to describe crazed fans akin to the character in Eminem's song of the same name. Webster's Dictionary just officially added the word under the definition, an overzealous or obsessive fan of a particular celebrity. See, and that's so interesting. They just added it, but like that song, Stan, what year is that from? 
a while ago. Like, that's like a 20-year-old song, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, which it very well could be because I'm not up on my Eminem trivia. Mm-hmm. But it's just funny how long that that has taken to be included. Again, this is bonkers that this has gone in the dictionary regardless. And I want <laughs> This is how language works. And I want to start all of this by saying they removed the word cassette. They've added the word stan mm-hmm. to talk about an overzealous fan, but the word cassette no longer exists in the dictionary. Like do do we have limited space in the dictionary? Like why is a word that is very well known Removed from the dictionary. They're like, it's dated and whatever. I think it's because it's not part of popular... um, But that doesn't mean it's not a word. Like, no one's using the word troubadour on a regular basis. And How dare you? I do (laughs) on a daily basis. And I don't know why I pulled the word troubadour. troubadour? (laughs) I have no idea. What the shit? But, point proven, right? Like, no one even thought about that word in so long. Like, (laughs) listener, you did not think about the word troubadour in a very long time. That's true. But, thinking of our audience, chances are you've probably talked about a cassette in the last 10 years of your life. Why is that not in the dictionary? They removed it. I don't know. Anyway, let's keep talking about know. about these fucking words. Uh, <laughs> now, the, all these words aren't necessarily words that were just added to the dictionary, but these right. are words that were, again, were invented by musicians. And have since been added. And have since been added. This next one, mullet. Who invented the word mullet? Uh, though many had kept the business in the front and party in the back for most of the 80s, the Oxford Dictionary credits the Beastie Boys' 1994 <laughs> song Mullet Head as coining the term, used to describe a hairstyle, worn especially by men, in which the hair is cut short at the front and sides and left long at the back. Oh, I'm not mad at that at all. Go Beastie Boys. Enjoy Beastie Boys. <laughs> I wonder if the, like, the term skullet has made it in, into the dictionary since. Like, maybe not... Um, attributed to a musician but i mean if mullet's in there skullet should skullet be in there, i would right? imagine should be in there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh bootylicious <laughs> thanks beyonce it is destiny's child actually uh, yeah uh legacy of destiny's child lives on even further in the pages of the oxford dictionary which defines the name of their 2001 single as a word used to imply quote sexually attractive sexy shapely see but i Bootylicious. But yeah, bootylicious is someone who has a large badonkadonk that is sexy. But I don't think the word bootylicious necessarily describes... Like, what was the first definition there? Just sexy? Uh, Sexually attractive. Sexually attractive, which someone can be sexually attractive without being bootylicious. Like, those are not hand in hand. No, of course not. They're not saying it is. It's just when you say somebody is bootylicious, that is... These aren't... It's not a synonym. They're not saying synonyms here. No, but Bootylicious. they're they're providing a definition, and I think the definition needs to be clear. I I disagree. Just because hmm. you find somebody booty when you find somebody bootylicious, it means you find them sexually attractive. When you find them sexually attractive, it doesn't mean you necessarily find them bootylicious. And it's not there's they're in not they're not they're not comparing the two there. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like it. Well, no, I mean, I like that it's no in care. the dictionary because I am bootylicious. Well, <laughs> oh man. Just go, cut me deep. <laughs> nah, you're a little, you're, you're pretty bootylicious, Shannon. Goddamn. Got that booty. But, but, well, and see, you would have to be refer like, you can't call a supermodel bootylicious if she has no butt. Well, no, you wouldn't, but you can still call them sexually attractive. Right. Yeah. So, just be, it, <laughs> your, your method here of thinking is bonkers to me. <laughs> I, the word sexually attractive cannot it's that's two words by the way the words <laughs> anyway 
we'll move on. But agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah, agree to understand you're wrong. Uh, number four, <laughs> uh, Snoop Dogg's faux shizzle. Actually, yeah, this is in the dictionary. Faux shizzle. Like I could use this in a term paper. The the Oxford <laughs> Dictionary officially recognizing his long term catchphrase as a legitimate term that means for sure, definitely. Huh. Yeah. Recognized by the Oxford Dictionary. So, so uh, yeah, you you mentioned that. Could you use that in a term paper? If you put a, like, like f- they said it, like, I've determined this, definitely. I've determined this, faux, faux shizzle. shizzle. Like, would you be able to say that? I mean, I feel like you could still back it up saying that, like... I don't know. You would probably get it circled in red pen or whatever, but you could you could argue that because it's in the dictionary. Um, I'm not 100% sure the pronunciation of this word, but I'm going to give it a go. Okay. This is a... Um, as you usually do. As I, as I do. <laughs> um, this is from Steve Miller's 1973 uh, hit, The Joker, Pompatus. And uh, the, the song features this entirely made-up word that captured pop culture curiosity for decades before being defined by the Oxford Dictionary as, quote... To act with pomp or splendor. Would it pompatus. be pompatus? Pompatus, pompatus, pompatus pomp, probably pompatus. Yeah. To, uh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Never heard that word. And you probably never will again. Nope, probably not. <laughs> but thanks, Steve Miller. <laughs> uh, didn't know that this man invented this word, YOLO, from Drake. Did not know Drake did this. I mean, According to this. I'm not surprised. I mean, makes sense that it would come from someone like Drake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, stands for you only live once. It was added to the Oxford Dictionary back in 2016, and YOLO. The definition is just again, you only live once. Now, I wonder how many acronyms have made say, it into the dictionary. Yeah, because it's not. Like, is BRB in the dictionary? LMAO is, but, but you can't say LMAO or BRB as a word. But YOLO, you can say as a word. It's not. You know what I mean? You, uh, you see where the difference is there? I'm not saying that counts, but... No, but I, I have heard people be like... LaMeo? <laughs> no, but like BRB. Well, yeah, you, you're just saying oh. the letters. You're not saying... Gotcha. The, like, you're, not so, you're not going burb. Burb. <laughs> yeah, burb. You're, you're but YOLO, YOLO yeah. Is you're a, not you know, YOLO. <laughs> yeah, YOLO. You yeah. Know, you're so, right. So okay. maybe that's the, the defining characteristic that's there. That's where they draw the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the sand. Thanks, Oxford Dictionary. <laughs> um, And finally... Jiggy from Will Smith. Getting jiggy with it. See, th- I can get behind this. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the Oxford Dictionary additionally defining jiggy as, quote, uninhibited, comma, especially in a sexual manner. Oh. So when you're just like, you're you're all out there with your sexuality, you're just, you're so fucking jiggy, which I feel doesn't... No, I, well. I think you pretty much have to use it in the context of getting jiggy with it <laughs> yeah. in order for it to yeah. work in a sentence. Yeah, you can't you can't say, wow, you're so jiggy. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't way. have the same um, Je ne sais quoi. Se- sexiness to it, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, can you uh, use that word in a sentence, please? <laughs> I'm getting jiggy with it. <laughs> like that's the only sentence the only you would sentence ever use it in. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> Interesting. Um, uh, so yeah, take a look at this article. Again, we'll post a link to the show notes over at the website. P2Bpodcast.com. There you go. Some some words invented by musicians. Yeah. They, uh, I'm, I'm impressed that those made it into Oxford Dictionary and... I'm amazed by faux shizzle. I'm amazed by most of them, to be honest. Nah. <laughs> Although Jiggy, how is that not a word before 
I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, they redefined it. So they so the I think the word was already in there, but they added an additional. But what would the definition be of jiggy before getting jiggy with uh, it? <laughs> I don't know, Shannon. Let's see here. <laughs> I don't know. That's just it's. I literally cannot think of how you would use that in a sentence other than <laughs> other other than other than getting jiggy with it. Um, trembling or nervous, especially as the result of drug withdrawal. That's jiggy. Yeah. Okay. But actually, the first the first definition, you know, they have like one. Yeah. Or two. The first one is uninhibited, especially in a sexual manner. In the in the sentence they use as an example, the script required her to get jiggy with Leonardo. Yes. So see? <laughs> that's the only way you can use it. The only way it works. Uh, that's great. So there you go. <laughs> uh, what do we have coming up next? It's just a little bit of sucks to suck coming up. Sucks to suck. Oh, yeah. But first, here's some Midnight Runner from Emilio Bonito here on Pull the Plug.
Emilio Benito there with his song, Midnight Runner. The man of the hour? Yeah, why not? Yeah, okay, cool. I dedicate this show to Emilio Benito. (laughs) And why wouldn't I? I mean, he is consistently supporting us. That's true. He's consistently sharing unbelievable music. This one's for you, man. Wow. Look yeah. at Wow. He gives us all of that, and you give him this dog and pony show. That's lovely. Well, I apologize, That's but great. he seems to like it <laughs> to a certain extent. That's a good point. Enough to share it with people he cares about. So thanks, Emilio. <laughs> thanks, Emilio. <laughs> Guys, it sucks to suck time. Sucks to suck. Sucks to suck for those of you uh, maybe new to the show, haven't heard sucks to suck before. We take a look at a few stories from around the internet where people have made bad decisions. They've done dumb things. <laughs> done dumb things. <laughs> said the wrong thing. Maybe just been in the wrong place at the wrong time. Regardless, it makes us feel better about our lives and the situations that we put ourselves in. Which we need on a regular basis. Absolutely. Yeah. Just a reminder that we're not the worst. Uh, first up. <laughs> yes. Uh, buying tickets on Ticketmaster. There. That sucks. <laughs> That's the worst. Um, now, Canadian uh, customers have been fed up with misleading prices on Ticketmaster for a long time. You know, you see, you're a, telling tic- me. You see a ticket that says $30, and at the end, you're suddenly paying $65. <laughs> right. It makes no sense. <laughs> well, after an investigation performed by the Canadian Competition Bureau, they have fined Ticketmaster $4.5 million. Well, shit. According to a report by Consequence of Sound, the Canadian Competition Bureau found that Ticketmaster inflated their prices by between 20 and 65% with added-on fees. What? These fees were a part of Ticketmaster's, quote, drip pricing that effectively only advertised a portion of their service before hitting you with the, the rest of the costs. So they really were gouging us this uh, whole one, time. 100% they were. So, so are we going to be able to file, like, a class action lawsuit? Like, are we going to get some of this pie? Uh, uh, probably, we're, not, well, uh, we're probably not going to get any of that pie, as you put it. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, I want some of that pie. <laughs> the Commission of Competition, uh, Matthew Boswell, stated, uh, Canadians should be able to trust that the prices advertised are the ones that they will pay when purchasing tickets yes. online. The Bureau will remain vil- vigilant and will not tolerate misleading representations. The Bureau expects all ticket vendors to take note and review their marketing practices, knowing that the Bureau continues to examine similar issues in the marketplace and will take action as necessary. So not only are they saying, yo, Boom. Ticketmaster, fix your shit, they're also saying every other ticketing platform out there if you fuck around, we're going to find this and we're going to stop you. What a beautiful precedent to set. I love it. Sucks to suck. You, you remember Fire Festival? <laughs> Do remember I that ever. whole fucking nonsense? <laughs> Have you seen the Netflix documentary? Oh, man, it is amazing. <laughs> well, things didn't exactly go as planned for another festival, uh, the Vestaville Festival. Oh. As Billboard reports, the uh, Belgian Music Festival was abruptly oh, no. canceled on Friday. Over security, secure, secure. What? What? What happened there? Security <laughs> concerns. Just had a stroke. Secure, secure, secure. 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 <laughs> Over security concerns and a fraud investigation, the likes of which are again drawing comparisons to Fire Festival. Shit. This was billed as another luxury festival experience. Uh huh. Complete with private VIP villas and room service, all that nonsense. The three-day festival was scheduled to take place in Lommel from June 28th to the 30th. Uh, performers were uh, set to include Cardi B, ASAP Rocky, Migos, and you guessed it, Ja Rule, huh. again from Fire Festival fame. Oh, interesting. So that's interesting. Uh, things took a, a, a turn right from the get-go when ASAP Rocky tweeted earlier Friday morning, I won't be performing today due to security and infrastructure concerns which relate to the production of the show. Fuck. So you remember when uh, Fire Festival was starting... And Blink-182 immediately were just like, we can't guarantee that stuff's going to be safe or whatever. We're yeah, they were the out. first to pull out. And 
it, it's immediately sounding like the exact same shit. Fuck. So an hour later, the festival confirmed as much, tweeting, uh, today at 5 p.m., the mayor of Lommel decided to not let Vestaville start. After consultation with the security services and ASAP Rocky security officer, it was decided that the safety of the artist and the public could not be guaranteed. And unfortunately for those already on site, that announcement didn't include any kind of exit strategy. No! <laughs> As StereoGum points out, several attendees tweeted that there was no food, water, or transportation available upon cancellation. Huh. Uh, in response, several festival goers snuck into the festival grounds where they capitalized on the abandoned beer and empty stages. They've since been uh, shuttled back to the train station by bus, and the festival has tweeted they will now consult with their official partners about a refund. Fuck's sakes. It gets better, though. How? Uh, according to the Brussels Times, three of the organizers have been charged with fraud involving false invoices, forgery, money laundering, and abuse of trust as a result of complaints brought by unpaid suppliers. Leave it to the Belgium Belgians to have abuse of trust as a lawful yeah. charge. God, like, I think that's good, adorable. Good for you, <laughs> So it just screams that like uh, an, an, another fire festival, but I think this just points out everything that if you're if you're having a festival, don't include Ja Rule in any way. <laughs> Correct, because he's probably fucking with you. He should be in prison. Yeah, there's something right? weird there, right? <laughs> anyway, ah, oh, sucks to suck. Ah, uh, this is bizarre bizarreness on every level. A 35 year old Sheboygan man was sentenced. Sheboygan. Sheboygan was sentenced uh, Monday to three years of probation <laughs> for clogging women's toilets in Delland Park and at his place of work. Oh. Patrick D. Beeman was originally charged with 12 misdemeanors of criminal damage to property, but seven of the charges were dismissed in early June. As conditions of probation, he will serve uh, 150 days in jail, pay more than $5,500 in restitution, not be allowed to possess or consume alcohol or any controlled substances, and complete 100 hours of community service. Wow. Um, clogging toilets. According to a criminal complaint, officers found a toilet in the women's bathroom at Dellen Community Center clogged by a plastic bottle last March. Oh, uh, not not the fun kind of clogging. No. Fun kind of clogging. I don't know. Sense. I don't know. Anyway, water was overflowing from the toilet, and officers had checked the restrooms the previous evening, and the toilets were not damaged. Officers reviewed uh, ten similar incidents beginning uh, back in April of 2017, where toilets were clogged. The uh, city determined each incident caused about $200 in damage. And officers were able to identify Beeman after speaking with a manager at the temp agency for which he worked, who said that he damaged toilets at a company where he was placed by the agency. He was only employed there about a month. The manager said Beeman was placed at another company where incidents of a similar nature began to happen. He's letting himself be tracked. Like, come That's on, man. Not smart. Uh, according to the complaint, Beeman told police he gets urges to do odd things, like look for bottles in the garbage to plug toilets. He said he stopped when he heard police were investigating, but by then it was probably too late. Oh, no. I, look, what kind of odd, mischievous man is looking and is like, I'm going to plug that toilet with this water bottle. Yeah. You've got some issues, man. Like, figure figure your life out. Sucks to suck. And finally. Yes. The FBI and Massachusetts State Police are investigating. The FBI? <laughs> Thank you. Are investigating after three members of a group that plans to hold a straight pride parade in Boston next month reportedly uh, reported receiving suspicious packaging in the mail. Ooh. First of all, straight pride. Straight pride. Go fuck yourself. Right. I'm going to explain why in just a second. Uh, I'll give you a really good analogy for it. At least three parade organizers received envelopes in the mail with no return address. One of the, uh, the organizers. Um... The uh, gentleman's name was Samson Ratchiopi. He is uh, part of the group Super Happy Fun America, which has applied for a permit to host a straight pride parade in Boston. 
He told CNN he discovered the envelope in his mailbox around 1.30 p.m. and called the police because of its strange appearance. Hmm. He said he called other organizers and told to check their mail. He says at least two other organizers, including Super Happy Fun America's Vice President Mark Shahadi, received similar envelopes. Uh, Shahadi told CNN that he called police after receiving an envelope that appeared to be filled with a sand-like substance. Ooh. Shahadi said he was later told by an officer that the envelope contained glitter and a handwritten letter. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) The FBI does not believe the packages pose a threat to public safety, and the investigation is is ongoing. Oh, dear. So they were all worried that they had drugs. (laughs) It was just just a packet of glitter. A packet of glitter. That's cute. So here's why. And Now, this idea does not come from me. I saw it online, but it's a really great analogy for when someone's just like, why can't there be straight Pride Month or whatever? Right. Okay. And they said... The reason you don't get straight Pride Month is the exact same reason that when you're in first place in Mario Kart, you don't get the blue shell. Okay. The only person who gets the blue shell to help them get ahead a little bit is the last place. Right. It's the exact same reason why you don't need straight Pride. We're already in the front. We're already way ahead yeah, of that, everybody else. That makes total sense. And to me, it just encapsulated it perfectly Yeah. for why shit like this is nonsense. <laughs> I do love that. Uh, another beautiful edition of Sucks to Suck. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Shannon. <laughs> that sucks to suck. Coming up next, we got your entertainment update. Uh, if you want to stay up to date with everything Pull the Plug related, please head on over to our website. P2Ppodcast.com. Uh, just before entertainment, though, we're going to delight you with the earful sounds the earful sounds. An earful of sounds with Jacqueline Van Happen. Here's Invincible on Pull the Plug. Sometimes I wake up so inspired, so fired up. It's like my mind is running faster than my body can keep up, because that's the way it works for me. My goals become my energy, and still I start tripping over my own two feet. You are your worst critic. I feel bad. Everybody else seems to hit home runs when they're the ones up to bat. Just love yourself, they preach. It's not as easy as it seems. The light that's supposed to gleam tends to be buried by self esteem. When the lights go out, that's when I find myself. That's when I can breathe. Falling in the dark, that's the easy part. I can make believe that I. moments I find myself at war with who I am, the things I've said and done, those situations that didn't go as planned. If I could take it back some days, I wouldn't hesitate, but then other moments I think maybe it was meant to be that way. Everything changes. It's scary, but we don't get a choice. We're left to roll with the punches and to find our inner voice. When the lights go out, that's when I find myself. That's when I can breathe. Falling in the dark, that's the easy part I can make
And now it's time for your Pull the Plug Entertainment Update. You're just mashing it now. Top five movies at the box office this week. Number five, The Secret Life of Pets 2. Number four is Aladdin. Number three, Yesterday. Yeah. Coming out strong with $17 in its opening weekend uh, in North America alone. Uh, Number two, Annabelle Comes Home. And number one, $240 so far, Toy Story 4. Aw, yeah. Jesus. I want to see that. I want to see Toy Story. Supposedly supposed to be really great. I feel like they can't do any wrong with Toy Story, can Mm -hmm. they? Opening this week in theaters for you, we've got Midsommar. Midsommar. It looks terrifying. I'm not a fan at all. Won't even watch the trailer. Nope. Marianne and Leonard, Words of Love, Phil, and probably the the biggest one, I'd imagine. Maybe. Probably. (laughs) Spider-Man Far From Home. Coming soon to theaters July 12th, we've got... Stubber. Stuber. Stubber would have two B's, Shannon. Stuber. Remember, go back to English. Crawl, The Farewell, and The Art of Self-Defense. The Art of Self-Defense stars Jesse Eisenberg taking martial arts lessons. Oh, buddy, I can't wait. Really? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. <laughs> Does it? Coming soon to theaters July 19th, we've got David Crosby, Remember My Name, Into the Ashes, and The Lion King. Hi! That was beautiful. Thank you. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. I had you to got turn away from the microphone because I would have blown lungs. your head off. Thank you. Jesus. Uh, new releases in movies for July 2nd. We got The Beach Bum. Oh. Cute. Bootylicious. You know, the, you know those nice little, like, little, little bums and they got the little thongs and you get covered up in sand. Oh my goodness. So cute. Uh, the Best of Enemies, The Public, and Escape Plan, The Extractors. Ooh. That sounds scary. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon to movie releases, we've got Pet Cemetery, After, Little, and High Life. New releases in music for July 5th, we got Machine Gun Kelly with Hotel Diablo. 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 Uh, Trash Kit with Horizon. That needs a better name. <laughs> Trash Kit? Trash Kit. <laughs> and uh, Abbott with Outstrider. Hmm. Top five on Billboard.com. Number five, Free Spirit from Khaled. Nope. Khalid. Khalid? Come no. on. <laughs> you and Briner. We just never. God damn it. Never know which way to go. Number four, Happiness Begins from Jonas Brothers. Number three, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go from uh, Billie Eilish there. Number two is seven, EP from Lil Nas X. <laughs> Number Lil one. Nas X. <laughs> Help Us Stranger, The Rack on Tours. Yeah. Nice to see them back. Uh, celebrity birthdays for July 3rd. Give me that. Boom, boom, birthday. That 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 uh, actress Andrea Barba is 43. Actor Patrick Wilson is 46. Bare Naked Ladies musician Kevin Hearn is 50. Voice actress Yeardley Smith is 55. Actor Tom Cruise is 57. And actor Thomas Gibson is also 57. Played Greg. Played Greg in Darman Greg. You remember that show? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. 
Wow. I don't know what he's doing now, but no idea. It was a good show. I enjoyed that. Not a clue as to what he's up to. You should find that out anyway. I probably won't. Good job. Coming up next, I'm going to give Shannon a little quiz about Canada Day. Oh, yeah. And prove how little she actually knows about this great nation of ours. Probably very little. Yep. Uh, But here's Mark Martire with Wait here on Pull the Plug. Snow blows sideways I spend another season alone My life's been measured and dragged In places I've called home So I sit wondering I'll have to shovel my way free And if there's room beyond the horizon waiting for me Tell my soul the darkness will be the light And the stillness we will dance Wait without hope for you Yes, the darkness will be the light And the stillness we will dance Wait Without hope for you Did I make a mistake By looking back Climbing out of the underworld Takes everything I lack If you find me one day sitting beneath the trees Looking out at the waters to things I can't see Telling my soul the darkness will be the light and the stillness we will dance and wait without hope for you and the darkness will be the light in the stillness we will dance and wait without hope for you
tell him I guess I was born to lose and never quit. But it's a sickening feeling just thinking about it. And most nights I lie awake restless and as dead as the sea. So much blood in my eyes I cannot see Tell my soul the darkness will be the light In the stillness we will dance And wait without hope for you Yes, the darkness will be the light In the stillness we will dance And wait without hope for you Darkness will be the light In the stillness we will dance And wait without hope for you In the darkness will be the light In the stillness we will dance And wait without hope for you Mark Martyr featuring Stacy Dozewell, and that was Wait. You're listening to Pull the Plug. Yes, you are. Yes. And here we are, and <laughs> here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Um, so two days ago, as of the release of this episode, it was Canada Day. <sighs> Happy Canada Day, Shannon. Happy Canada Day. You know, it has to be one of my favorite holidays in, yeah. the, in the year, only because there's very little expected of you. Mm-hmm. There's always lots going on, yeah. but there's also just the freedom to do nothing. And I think freedom is what, oh God. is what Canada Day is all about. Yeah, there's, there's, so, there's, more, there's so many countries that celebrate freedom. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's not. Freedom's stupid. Um, yeah. It's, it's, freedom's stupid? Freedom's, is that freedom, what you said? Freedom's not stupid, but freedom is a stupid thing to celebrate. Like to, Why? It's a stupid thing to be like, we're so special, we have freedom. We're not special. A lot of places have freedom. Wow. It, so If you like, didn't ha- have freedom. Yeah, you should celebrate when you get it. We've got it that's, now. We've had it for a long time. Oh, Justin. Mm. Oh, yeah. Just disappointment. Yeah, freedom. <laughs> anyway, happy Canada Day or something. Yeah, I... <laughs> I don't know. You are like the least patriotic person I know, and it's so bizarre to me. Patriotism is so fucking stupid. Like it's just it mis- it's just it's it's not no it's not stupid. It's just it's anyway. misguided. Anyway, we're gonna get into a bad tangent yeah, here. Yeah, I think we should just continue with your quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Shannon. Way to reel it in. Reeling it in. Um, the Huffington Post put out this um, this historical. Canada Day quiz. All right. Um, Historical. Uh oh. Yes. Well, no. A new poll suggests actually that Canadians they haven't made much progress in expanding their knowledge about you know the 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 country's history. And the online survey from Historica Canada, which is the organization behind the country's Heritage Minutes, you know those. Oh my God! Yes. Uh, They quiz respondents on thirty pieces of quirky Canadiana using true or false questions and tally the number of correct responses. (sighs) Now, before we do this one for you, feeling the pressure, like I'm starting to sweat. You you should, because it's minutia and it's nonsense. But this is why I did it. (laughs) The organization says sixty-seven percent of respondents who completed the survey got a failing grade of below fifty percent. Wow. 
But hey, 67, that's pretty... That's kind of It's a significant number. Yeah. We were founded in 1867, get it? That's right. why it's significant. Anyway, cool. Uh, question number one, Shannon. The Jolly Jumper baby exercise toy is a Canadian invention. True or false? True. True. The first patent for artificial fur stemmed from Canadian efforts to develop better Arctic clothing for the military during the Second World War. That sounds pretty true. <laughs> <laughs> In 2007, the Royal Canadian Mint produced the world's first million-dollar coin. That doesn't sound like something we would do. I'm going to say false. False on that one. Okay. That was indeed true. Really? Yes. Okay. You got the first two right. Oh, yeah. So you didn't tell me Sorry, that. I thought I, you were going to like hold hold off until the end or something. Well, I, I, I didn't know how this was going to work okay. on the website. But this is now how we're playing it out. This is how we're, now we're doing um, it. But that's, that's kind of fascinating to me that it doesn't seem like... Like, I don't know, Canadians aren't the ones to be like, look, we've got these giant balls. Like, <laughs> that, seems, that seems like an American or like like a Swiss bank type of thing to do, to be like, it's the world's first million dollars. Like, look how wealthy we are type look, of thing. Look, you see these balls? Look at these balls. How <laughs> fucking giant these balls are. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with the Canadian mint. Good well job. Well done. Uh, the first hot air balloon flight in North America was during the War of 1812 when British troops based near Kingston, Ontario, used the balloons for observation. Yes. You're going true on that one. Yeah, that's false. Damn it. It's not a... I knew better than that, yeah. but... <laughs> uh, Governor General Julie Payette was the first Canadian to board the International Space Station. True or false? Uh, I think that's true. That is indeed true. Yeah, nice. Nice. First Canadian person on the International Space Station was a woman. That's awesome. Yeah. Dig that. Uh, the first internet search engine, Archive, Ar- uh, Archie rather, Archive without the V, was created by a graduate student at McGill University. I'm going to go false, I guess. That's true. Shit. That's true. Go go us. Yeah. Yes. Shania Twain's Come On Over is the best-selling Canadian album of all time. Ooh. I mean, it should be, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say yes, it's true. It is extremely true, according to this. Extremely yeah, true. they actually changed it from true to extremely true. Yeah, I'm, I, I would have to say yes, but yeah, sounds right. The official phone number for Canada is one eight hundred O Canada. Yeah, that definitely sounds right. Yeah, that's actually right. Yeah, God, we're so <laughs> fucking lame. Uh, Prime Minister Sir Wilfrid Laurier designed the maple leaf flag, which became the flag of Canada in nineteen hundred to mark the new century. I'm gonna say true, but I feel like it's gonna be some random other name to throw me off the mm. scent. But I'm gonna go true. You're going true. Yeah, you're wrong. Doesn't tell me who though. That's or what's what aspect is wrong about that? I yeah. wish it did. The Festival International de Jazz de Montreal. Yeah, just happened this past week. Yeah, it's the largest jazz festival in the world, according to Guinness World Records. In the world, that is true. That is indeed true. Which blows my mind. Like you would assume something in like New Orleans or like I don't know where else. Like I just would have assumed New Orleans. I, I guess assume, I would have su- I've assumed not Montreal. Right, <laughs> but yeah, it I've... is the biggest in the world, which That's is cool. fucking mind-boggling. Anne of Green Gables, you you love it. I do. Has been translated to twenty plus languages, but is especially popular in Japan, where it became part of the public school curriculum in nineteen fifty-two. Oh, um, sure, true, <laughs> sure, <laughs> yes. That is true. I don't know. I feel like the Japanese would be fascinated by a Canadian redhead. 
Sure. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go for it. <laughs> North America's first recorded instance of dressing in disguise on Halloween was in Vancouver in 1898. Huh. Did not see that coming. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say false. You're going false. Uh, that was actually true. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's fascinating. That's, that's really bizarre. I feel like bizarre. that's something I would have known. Yeah. What? Mm. It was the first instance of Halloween was in Vancouver. In where people dressed up. Where they dressed up for where, Halloween. Where we were in disguise, yeah. In disguise. Well, that's what they use, in disguise. <laughs> Hiding their true in nature. In Vancouver in what year? 1898. 1898. For the turn of the century. Go Vancouver. Yeah, All right. right uh, lacrosse was, ori- was originally an indigenous game used to keep warriors in fighting shape. Sounds true. Uh, it is indeed true. And if you've ever played lacrosse, you would know, fuck, that is hard. It is not an easy game. No, it is rough. Um, f- fun is all hell, though. Oh, yeah, it's great. Super fun. Uh, pitcher Fergie Jenkins is the only Canadian-born player to be elected to, uh, to baseball's Hall of Fame. The only Canadian pitcher? The only Canadian-born player. Oh, feel like that can't be right because the, the Baseball Hall of Fame is like nearby in St. Mary's. The, they wouldn't put it there if there was no other Canadians. It's got to be false. It is indeed true. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, I know. No. I know. You're exasperated. Just like what? Be. <laughs> uh, Canadian Clara Hughes is the only athlete to win multiple medals at both the Summer and Winter Olympic Games. You're going to say true. That is indeed true. Wow. Sarah Hugh- Claire Hughes. Uh, the Canadian men's soccer team has never qualified for the FIFA World Cup. True. That is false. Really? Yes, we have. I did Again, I wish I knew when. Yeah, I wish they told us I when. I was convinced I, that we hadn't. I did not think we'd ever qualified. <laughs> no. That That's fat. Like, high hopes then. Yeah, we could do it again. I want to Google that information. Oh, fuck. That'd be so much fun. going to... Going to Google it right after this. <laughs> Dr. James Naismith, the Canadian inventor of basketball, presented the Canadian men's team with their silver medal at the 1936 Olympics, the first Olympic Games to feature basketball. Going to say yes. True. It is indeed true. Yeah. I've, uh, I've been to his homestead in Elmont, Ontario. Oh, wow. Right down the street from my uncle's farm. <laughs> yep. That's cool. The first eight... Cute, cute little museum. <laughs> <laughs> the first eight women's world hockey championship tournaments were won by Canada. True. That is indeed true. Wow. Nice. More people live in Canada's smallest province, which is Prince Edward Island, right? than Canada's largest territory, which is Nunavut. Oh, I don't know. Prince Edward Island's kind of dead. Like, there's, like you, you go there and you don't see a lot of people. They close the, on Tuesdays. The people that you do see, you assume are tourists. <laughs> so I don't know. That that's a tricky. I'm gonna say true. That is indeed true. Ooh. Yeah. That one. That one was tricky to me though. Yeah. Uh, Canada established the world's first national park service in 1911, which is now called Parks Canada. That sounds like a thing we'd do. True. That is indeed true. <laughs> Killing it. You're doing pretty well on these so far, Shane. We got a few more to go. Okay. Here. Uh, the highest tides in the world occur in the Bay of Fundy between New Brunswick mm. and Nova Scotia. I, I actually believe that's true. That is indeed true. Yeah. That you can it, walk on the seabed, and then once the tide is high, those little, like, the, the, the columns of sand that you were, like, kind of walking yeah. by are just, like, little islands. Do they say how many meters it rises? No. There's no factual information on these. Because <laughs> um, it's some... I want to say it's something like six meters. Like, it's crazy. It's a lot. It's a lot. 
Uh, Canada is one of only three countries where you can view the Northern Lights along with Norway and Iceland. Huh. I feel like there's gotta be more only because like we can see them quite far south. Like I've been in Muskoka before and have seen them. Right. Um, which to me, like that tells me there's a lot of other countries that should be able to see them. Like, I mean, Russia should be able to, I don't know. Um, that all being said, I feel like I'm going to say true. You're going to say true. Yeah. That's false. Damn it. And I think you had it. You had yourself there with Russia. (sighs) Like Russia would have gotten it. So at more than 82,000 square kilometers, Lake Superior is considered the largest freshwater lake in the world. Roughly the size of Austria. Wow. Um, Yeah, true. It is indeed true. Yeah. I don't know why I I talked myself out of that that Northern Lights one. Hmm. During the First World War, residents of Berlin, Ontario, voted to change the city's name to Kitchener, beating out five other choices, including Adanac or Canada backwards. Yeah, that that one's true. We know that. That is true because we live in that city. We live in the, the city of Kitchener. Yes, we do. Former Berlin. Nailed it. Yep. Uh, five more questions for you, Shannon. Okay. Okay. Whew. The world's largest beaver dam, stretching 850 meters, is located in Alberta and can be seen from space. I have no way of knowing that. I'm going to say no. False. That is true. Damn it. How? How is that possible? <laughs> How? How is that possible? Uh, I mean, isn't it that like even the... Everyone says the the Great Wall of China can be seen from space. Yeah, and that's, that's not, not that's true. Not true no. But this beaver dam Apparently can be a seen. Fucking beaver dam. Well, the Great Wall of China, though it's long, is very thin, right? Like maybe the beaver dam is just like wide and shit. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, uh, a bunny hug, another name for a hooded sweatshirt, is a term used in some parts of Canada. So true. I think uh, I think it originates from Saskatchewan, but oh yeah, you're doing pretty well at this, Shannon. Winnie the Pooh was inspired by a real bear named for Winnipeg, who traveled to England from Ontario with a Canadian soldier during the First World War. True. That is true, yes. Moose can be found in every province. (laughs) Moose. (laughs) Moose can be found. They're terrifying, by the way. Uh, Yeah. Anybody who doesn't live in Canada or has never seen a moose or whatever, um, they're not just like big deer. (laughs) They will destroy like... A they, transport truck. They will do damage to a transport truck. 100%. Yeah, it's crazy. And walk away from it. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, moose can be found in every province or territory except for PEI. True or false? I'm going to say true. That is indeed true. They are yeah. not found on Prince Edward Island. Yeah. Canada has a national horse, appropriately called the Canadian horse. <laughs> true. God, we fucking suck, <laughs> and that is true. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Uh, the Newfoundland dog became an official symbol of Canada after the governor of Newfoundland gifted one to Prime Minister Louis Saint Laurent to celebrate Newfoundland joining Canada. That sounds very true. That sounds very true, but it is in fact false. Oh no! Yeah, that uh, would have been cool, that, and that would have been so like newfie of the Newfoundlanders too to be like, "We're glad to be here. Here's a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> we did it, eh?" Chan, you know uh, you want to know your score out of thirty? Sure. What do you, do you have a guess what you get what you did? Uh, I don't know, twenty five? You got twenty. You got what? twenty. Twenty out of thirty. Oh, I did really bad. Yeah, so that's like what is that? I don't, I don't know. know. Let's do maths here real quick. Hmm. Yeah, well that's disappointing. That's sixty seven percent. 
<laughs> I did the same as everybody else. You did else. the same as everybody? No, you, no, no, no. 67% of people failed it. So you did better than mo- oh. most people. Coincidentally, you got 67%, Shannon. Isn't huh. that amazing? You yeah. did it. Well, Good job. You per- know Canada a little bit more than most other people. That's a personal life fail, though. I feel like I, I should have done better. Yeah. I would have gotten like four. There's a couple of those that I want to do some Google searches on, though. Yeah. Hmm. I like that Baseball Hall of Fame that you're all pissy about now. Yeah, that one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you want to save the day with everything pull the plug related, happy Canada Day, by the way, everybody. I'm just joshing you. It's great to live here. It's a good country. It's a wonderful nation. It's a beautiful country. I'm very happy that I do get to live here. It's awesome. We've got great stuff. So happy Canada Day. We've got great stuff. Yeah. Uh, if you want to save today with everything pull the plug related, just please head on over to our website. P2Ppodcast.com. What's the last song of the evening there, Shannon? <laughs> We're going to close it out with the one, the only, Justin Briner doing a cover of Tom Petty's Mary Jane's Last Dance here on Pull the Plug. She grew up in Indiana town, had a good looking mama who's never around. She grew up tall, she grew up right, the Minneana boys on Indiana night. She moved here at the age of 18, and she blew the boys away, it was more than they'd seen. I was introduced, and we started grooving. She said, Diggy, baby, gotta keep moving on.
Mary Jane's Last Dance. Tom Petty cover there by the one and only Justin Briner. Oh, uh, rest in peace, Justin Briner. Jay Bryan's yeah. 3000. So sad that he died. <laughs> oh, yeah, poor guy. Yeah, first person ever die from... No, I got nothing. He did say he drank 50 beers on the weekend and <laughs> regretted it thoroughly. Wow, <laughs> that is significantly... That's 45 too many beers. He said he barely felt like a person today. <laughs> So, mad respect to that kid. Oh, <laughs> fuck. That's rough. Yeah. So, I think he was going to go to work and then do some laundry. Yeah, poor bastard. And go to sleep. Yeah, that's smart, man. <laughs> that's smart. Well, I'm glad you survived Canada Day, Canada Day long weekend. Yeah. That's great. Um, My favorite part of yesterday, of Monday, Canada, Canada Day, Day, yeah. waking up, scrolling <laughs> through Facebook... This is the greatest thing ever. And seeing Pull the Plug had been tagged in a Facebook post. Yeah. And uh, as we've seen it once before, there he is, Phil Marks, Marcus, Marquese, sitting there with his glass of whatever delicious drink he had. Probably straight brandy. Yep. He seems like the guy. With his (laughs) lovely tiny fireplace in the background. Lovely touch. (laughs) As he regaled us all with a beautiful story of the three Justins. Yeah. And it could not have been a more beautiful surprise or a more wonderfully told story. Yeah, that was legitimately really fucking awesome. It was amazing. <laughs> and and with a special guest appearance uh, from, from Clifford Myers. Yeah, oh, way to spoil it. Um, well, he's tagged in the post. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, never mind. And, um, yeah, just overall... Fucking storyteller of the year right there. Absolutely. And uh he's given us a month to reply. Yeah, he's he's challenged us to reply. Um which really great because you know, the baby's coming any day now, so that's good. We're gonna have all the time in the world to do it. But yeah. uh I hear you're not busy when you're n- a new parent. Yeah, no, that's it'll be fine. It's yeah. gonna be great. We'll have the baby record it. We'll right. it. Um l- truthfully, thank you very much, Phil. That was outstanding. We cannot think enough. I like this like this thing that we've got going on where we're like making a story back and forth with each other. Yes. And speaking of stories, yes. um, by the way, we'll be posting a link to that video over at the show notes and we've been sharing on Facebook and Twitter. And, Absolutely. Like, you, you've got to check it out. It's amazing. Um, and speaking of stories, Jordan Leach, um, we, we've essentially written your story. We just got to record it. Yeah. And, and we want it to be good. I mean, uh, we, we knew, know you've been waiting. We knew we had this this month to reply to Phil. Um, so we said we're gonna do it, but first we have to make sure that the legendary Jordan Leach gets yeah. his just desserts that he he's been a Patreon supporter now for a while. Um, and and big credit to all of our uh, Patreon supporters, Phil, Jordan, and Damien. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's time for your tale, and we're ready to to make it happen and i think you're gonna be very pleased with the direction that it takes agreed and uh we were we were laughing as we were kind of coming up with it so it's you're i feel like you're gonna like it and we do know you've been waiting a long time we appreciate that and you will be getting that very soon yeah i think ultimately the the next chance that the three of us get the opportunity to get together in person um because we want briner's voice to be 
exactly the way it needs to be. Well, like Phil said in, in his video, he is the talent. He is the fucking talent. He's the fucking talent. And he's the face of our merch. <laughs> yeah, by the way, I'm going to have to talk to Beauty. Phil. Um, can I can I use that? Because I'm thinking about maybe doing something. Beautiful. Yeah. Be- well, yeah, it's our merch. He referenced our merch store. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, that yeah. exclusive sneak peek <laughs> that we gave him. Yeah. <laughs> sneak peek of our future merch store over yes. at uh, the, the Mark's videography page. <laughs> That, uh, yeah, really, really <laughs> impressed with Phil, and uh, thank you for for telling another beautiful tale. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was the inspiration we needed to, to get going on Jordan's um, story as well, so uh, to each of you, thank you. Uh, Damien, um, step up your game, I guess. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Or, I mean, whatever. Or just you or do you. you do you. Just have fun. It has never back. been about making people give us money, though we do appreciate it a lot. Um, and to be fair, Damien uh, consistently sends us beautiful music and uh, that, that we get to share on the show. And sometimes not even share on the show. Sometimes it's just for it's us. It's just for us. And, uh, Pop that, you dickhead. Those moments are, are just beautiful. That's right. Yeah. Uh, all that being said, if you do want to stay up to date with everything pull the plug related, just please head on over to our website, ptppodcast.com. There's links to our uh, Facebook, our Twitter. Uh, there's a comment form on or a comment, a contact form on there. We can reach out to us, uh, be part of the show, submit your music, however you want to do that. There's links to our Instagram, uh, YouTube, all that fun shit. Um, if you want to support the show again, you can head on over to patreon.com slash ptppodcast and for as little as a dollar a month, support this nonsense. Um, we've got a baby on the way, and apparently diapers aren't free, so... What? Yeah, I know. Spoil- fuck. I know. <laughs> we be fucked. We've made a big mistake. I know. We should not have went to the casino last night. Nope. Um, and uh, links uh, links to, all, again, all the ways to contact us individually can be found Facebook, Twitter, or website, ptppodcast.com. Thank you guys so fucking much for listening. Happy Canada Day. And kiss my curvy butt goodbye. Kiss my curvy butt goodbye. Bacon, 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 bacon and eggs. <laughs> nice. We went with and eggs. We both did, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, what else is bacon going to go with? Uh, Toast? Lettuce and tomato. <laughs> bacon, 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 <laughs> bacon and lettuce and tomato. <laughs> <laughs>